hello and welcome back to solidarity on the bench i am your host katie Yu, and i have a very fun episode today i know that in my previous i don't know wherever i said it on the internet that i said that this was gonna be a conversation with one of my friends but as i was editing that i'm not 100 percent happy with how it turned out and obviously i just want to put out the best stuff for you guys i want it to be cohesive and sound really great and so i might refilm that with one of my friends tbd but in this same realm i have not actually filmed the podcast since it was my birthday on march 12th pisces season now we're entering aries season but i wanted to quickly just sit down and say 22 things i learned by 22. so before we jump into it i have a couple of things that i want to say number one i'm trying out a new like connector for the microphone so hopefully that little annoying ticking sound that i know has been a part of a lot of my past episodes is gone now who knows i can't hear it when i record but i'll know when i listen back on it um number two i really liked just setting the scene and setting the stage of how i'm filming so it is thursday march 23rd i am filming right after lunch so i have a full belly but my voice is still kind of off a little bit i sound a little bit raspy but I think it's just like an exhaustion cold at this point. Hopefully I'll get better, but I'm really just crunch time with my thesis right now. And I have my very best friend, Sophia Carter, is visiting me this weekend. So I get to pick her up from the airport tonight. And I just wanted to film this before she came. So I knew that I had something to post on Tuesday. And I'm very, very excited for this one. I just sat down and the words just kind of flowed out and I felt like I just had so much to say. So before I dive right into it, I just wanted to say thank you guys so much for being here. I really do appreciate just how many people listen to my podcast. I think it is still so wild to me and just know that I really do appreciate every single one of you. Nothing goes unnoticed. All of your DMs and comments have really just kept me going in some of my hardest days. So thank you for being here and thank you for supporting. But as always, the agenda for this episode is, this one's pretty simple. I'm just going to be listing off 22 things I learned by 22. So as you guys know, I have turned 23 and I just thought it was kind of catchy to do 22 things I learned by 22. Without further ado, let's get started. The first thing that I've learned is that there's never a good time to put yourself first. There's time and there's what you do with it. So start your healing journey young. And for me, I talked a little bit about this where I said that I didn't want to go into inpatient treatment because I felt like I might be missing out on something. But I realized that with COVID, actually, I went in during the peak of COVID. So I really wasn't missing out on anything. The world had stopped and So it was the best time for me to focus on myself, but there was still a lot of anxiety surrounding whether or not the world would open back up. This was June of 2020. I realized that there really never was a good time to put myself first, and if there was a good time, this was as good as any, and I think that the same thing still applies. There never will be a time when the world kind of shuts down like that, and there never will be a good time to make sure that you prioritize yourself and your own mental health. So make sure that you start your healing journey young and or as young as possible if i think if you're listening to this and you're engaging with this type of content on the internet you're already doing such an incredible job so thank you for being here and yeah that's something that i've learned um the second thing is to tell people you love them often to give gifts just because 
to hand out compliments like candy because the world could benefit from your positivity. And this comes from something that I had written down last year where I said that each month I really wanted to take the time to appreciate my friends and write them a handwritten letter, a new friend each month so I could appreciate 12 people in a year. I actually kind of stopped doing that, but the sentiment remained that once I think about someone or once I just want to appreciate someone, I just send that text really quickly out of the blue. And a lot of people really enjoy that. And I think that we just need to spread more love more often. Number three is you are not your mental illness, so stop over-identifying with it. I think that I used to identify by saying that I am depressed, I am anxious, instead of saying that I am a person with depression, I am a person with anxiety. I think that really just separating yourself from your mental illness and not taking that on as your primary identity has been a game changer. Number four, it's okay not to have everything figured out yet. In fact, it's actually better To not have everything figured out means that you don't know how happy you can be in the future and that's a beautiful thought. And this means, I mean, that means exactly what it means, but if you knew what was going to make you happiest in the future, don't you think that you would already be doing it? And I think that the beautiful thing is we don't know what is going to make us happy or we don't know how happy our happiest days will be and we don't know how to get there yet. But we do know that they're coming and that is incredible. So it is really, truly more beneficial to not have everything figured out. I would hope that no one has everything figured out and so much of life is just doing what sets your soul on fire at that current moment and life doesn't have to be a whole novel, it could be a book of stories. I read that on TikTok somewhere, I don't want to take credit for that, but number five is that being an academic weapon is actually really cool. (laughs) Caring about academia is really cool and your education is a privilege, don't forget that. I think that when I was younger, I thought that caring about grades was super boring. I always wanted to be the person who was just really cool and always hanging out with my friends. But now I'm realizing that education and learning is really cool. And I really want to take advantage of the amount of education that I have left right now. It looks like, you know, one more month. Oh my gosh, one more month in my undergrad and I have another year of education for my master's, which I'm just going to try to take full advantage of because caring about academia and my education is a very, very cool thing. Number six is to give yourself permission to try and fail at new things. And this goes back to something that I may have said in one of my previous episodes. I don't remember if I said this or if I didn't, I've, if I released it or not, but I basically said that to let your inner child out, like the reason why we say let your inner child out is because we give ourselves permission to try new things without the expectation of us being good. And I think that as adults, we always want to be good at whatever we try and there's so much merit in trying things and realizing you're absolutely terrible at them, but you have fun in the process. And I've done a lot of things that are one-off and I was like, oh, I'm actually not very good at this and I'm not necessarily enjoying it, but I'm so glad that I tried it and I'm so glad that I had that experience. And that doesn't mean I might not want to try in the future, but I'm really glad that I'm giving myself permission to fail and not be great. And especially in the realm of art, we want to make good art, but making bad art is cool too because art is not necessarily about the product, but it's about the journey of creating that art. Number seven is that you are absolutely entitled to live the life you want. You can recreate things that are on your Pinterest board. You can romanticize your life, even if the people around you think it's silly. And I did this a lot. I would wake up for the sunrise and sit on the beach, and people thought that that was really silly because 
when the, the one day I did that, um, it was actually super cloudy out. And then I realized that the sun like doesn't rise where I thought it was. And I actually had to go to the other side of where I was sitting to see the sunrise because the sunset was better where I was. So there's a lot of terrible planning, but it was a lot of fun just to make sure that I got up and out and ready for the beach. Um, even if I didn't see the most spectacular sunrise or a sunrise at all, it was just really fun to try to recreate my Pinterest board and try to have those moments that I was always envious of seeing and realizing that I am entitled to live that kind of life. It's just up to me because I have time and whatever I want to do with it is up to me. That goes back to the first point. But number eight is that it's better to be alone than to be surrounded by people you don't like. And I talk a little bit about this in my friendships episode, so if you're interested in that idea specifically in a friendship context, I would go give that one a listen. I'm going to move on because I feel like I hammer that um, idea in a lot, but number nine is to stop apologizing for everything and stop being the fall person for everything. Take accountability for the things that are your fault and let everything else go. You don't need to apologize for someone else's mistakes. I learned this one recently because I tried to take accountability for a whole situation, some of it which was not my fault because there were other people involved, but I felt the need to apologize and take accountability for the whole thing. And my therapist reminded me that there are other players in this and they are allowed to have accountability even if they're not going to take that accountability. Like it is not always all on you in a lot of situations and You don't have to be the fall person for everything. It doesn't always have to be your fault. Number 10, communication above all else. Don't let things fester inside of you, especially if it relates to another person. Let it out, however scary that may be, and be proud of yourself for finding the courage to speak your truth. And I think that sometimes when we want to have these difficult conversations, the anxiety isn't necessarily having the conversation itself, but how the other person is going to react. And take the focus off of how someone is going to react and just be proud of yourself for even approaching that conversation, finding the language and having the space to have that conversation with someone, regardless of what they say or do. Be proud of the fact that you did that because whatever, however they respond is not in your control. And by putting your energy and focus into something that isn't your control, it's really giving away your power in this world. So I would say that make sure that you have these conversations if they are available and accessible to you, and then be proud of yourself for having these conversations regardless of how they turn out. Number 11, this one's funny. The wellness girls have something figured out. Maybe not everything, but definitely something because having a consistent workout routine, eating nourishing foods, reading self-help books, having strong morning and night routines, and reducing your alcohol intake actually does make your life better. That one speaks for itself. Number 12, figure out what and where makes you the happiest. And for me, that's anytime I'm in the mountains and fully immersed in nature, so I love backpacking. I think I harp on it a lot. And another example of things that really make me happy is hanging out with people who bring value into my life. I love the small moments with my friends. I love cooking together. I love long conversations where we're just lying on the bed and really talking our ears off for three hours. Those are my favorite moments. So prioritize those moments once you know what makes you the happiest. Number 13 is it's only embarrassing if you aren't famous yet. And then once you're famous, it may still be embarrassing, but doing something over and over will actually guarantee success because there's no way you can continually do something and not get better at it. And I think for me, this kind of relates to Instagram and 
being an influencer, like a lot of people think that it's really embarrassing, but it's only embarrassing because you don't have a platform behind you and a people behind you. But if you actually do something over and over and you become really good at it and you have your voice and you have your niche, you learn so much trial and error along the way. And there's actually, I feel like there's no way you can't get good at it. In, in the sense of influencing, there's actually no way that I feel like you can't blow up if you have that much content and you are continuously getting better and learning what works for you and what doesn't, like you will blow up and then once like I will walk around filming myself at school and people don't find it embarrassing because that they know I have the platform behind me. So it really is only embarrassing if you haven't blown up yet or aren't famous yet in the realm of Instagram at least. Number 14 is to be grateful for what you have. Be grateful for the slow moments in life. That means everyone and everything is doing their job correctly. Be grateful that you can breathe through your nose, that it's not raining outside, that you have a cozy bed to get into at night, or that you have access to try new things. Not everyone has those luxuries. I think that recently I'm really reminded of how beautiful a slow life is and how beautiful a normal life is. Number 15, your hobbies are important and not just because they put you in a state of flow, but also because it's a time where you're prioritizing yourself and your interests. So for me, my hobbies really do include reading, journaling, writing, drawing. I don't really know. I'm just kind of naming things that I really like to do. And sometimes I'm not great at them. Sometimes I am. I feel like I am kind of good at them. But regardless of how good I am at my hobbies, whenever I choose to do them, I'm choosing to put myself and my own first in my life. And I think that's a beautiful thing. Number 16, if you want to have more downtime, slow down. Number 17, in that same vein, don't rush through life. The beautiful thing is that you can have everything you ever want in this lifetime, but you can't have it all at once. Because even if you did, you may not appreciate it all. And so I don't know about you guys, but I feel like I'm a dreamer. My therapist calls me an escapist and I want to do so many things in this lifetime. I want to experience so many things. I know that I'm not going to have just one career path and I know that while I want to have it all now and I want to have it all figured out and I want to know how I go from one of my lives to another one of my lives, the beautiful thing is that I will have the opportunity to experience it all. And life is long. We have a lot of time. We are still so young and there's so many things that we don't know that we want to experience. There's so many experiences that we're going to have that are going to change our worldview and the beautiful thing is that we are going to experience everything that we want to if we choose to prioritize ourselves first in this lifetime. And prioritizing yourself doesn't necessarily mean anything selfish. It really just means making sure that you are putting whatever you enjoy in this life first and making sure that you are going to go wholeheartedly into whatever sets your soul on fire. And I know that sounds really cliche and I know that sounds kind of silly, but hear me out when I say that the best direction in your life is the one that sets your soul most on fire. And so if you are super passionate about one aspect of your life, do that wholeheartedly because there may come a time where you decide that that direction is not is no longer serving you like it once was and you get to change directions. And I think that's a beautiful thing. And the fact that we get to have multiple lifetimes in this one lifetime is 
again, just incredible. And I'm so excited to first pursue my master's and go into econ, but then also be able to transition and go backpacking and be a mountain instructor. And like all of these things, I really want to travel. I want to write a book. There are so many things that I want to do in this lifetime. And I know that I'm going to get to do them all. I also just know that I can't do them all at once. Number 18 is to remember what your past goals are. Make it a habit to celebrate every time you achieve a new goal. You work so hard to be at where you are at now, so learn to savor this feeling of gratitude. Capitalism and our current society tells us that once you reach a goal, it's never ending. You have to keep climbing. But remember what you were wishing for five years ago, 10 years ago, maybe even one year ago, and think about where you are now. I'm trying to make it more of... A point to savor and appreciate where I'm at right now because I know that where I am was where I've always dreamed about being and there are parts of me in my journey that feel unfinished and that I know I'm going to be working at for a really long time but there are parts of my life right now that I'm so grateful to have because I remember wishing for it when I was younger so I'm going to sit and savor periods of my life where I worked towards a goal and I actually did get to achieve them. And that is no small thing. And so I think that we really need to make sure that we're appreciating and savoring that feeling of gratitude. Number 19, this is one that I've learned very recently, but it is to call your parents and to call your grandparents. Even if you don't have something to say to them, make time to talk to them. One day they won't be here anymore and you'll miss out on all the small moments with them. And this is more specifically with my parents because I've more recently got very close to my parents, but I'll just call them and we'll just talk and we find things to say in the silence, but I really do appreciate the time that they make for me in their day and that I make for them and all of those times that we do get on the call, even if we aren't talking about something extremely important, never goes unnoticed. And I know that once they aren't here, which I know will happen, although however morbid that is, I am going to miss being able just to call them and talk to them about nothing. Number 20, screenshot poetry or things that inspire you and put it in a folder and look back at that folder often. For me, the folder is titled journal prompts, which is really funny because it started off as journal prompts and turned into a folder of poetry. And that's where I source a lot of my newsletter quotes but I like to screenshot things that inspire me and I make sure that I read them often and look back at them often and reference them often in conversation because they have a meaning and they have a purpose. Number 21, in the same vein, make a folder called You Are Loved or something similar, that's just what mine is called, and put moments, text messages, gifts, and everything else that you want in that folder to remind you of the amazing people that you have by your side. And I like putting in photos that I've taken where I feel really, really happy or videos where, you know, it may not make sense to anyone, but it'll remind me of a moment. And sometimes when I'm feeling extra down, I like to scroll through that folder and remind myself of all the beautiful moments in life that maybe are hardly ever talked about because they aren't some big, fantastic memory that I have in my life. But they are the small moments that make up the beautiful life that I am living and so I want to be able to remember that and savor that and appreciate the people that have really changed and transformed my life. And number 22, take a deep breath. You're doing, that was gross. I did not like how I did that, but <laughs> take a deep breath because you're doing better than you think you are. So I know this episode is kind of on the shorter side, 
while I'm recording, I'm actually hitting 22 minutes. So maybe while I'm editing, I'll make it 22 minutes and then it'll be like super meta. But I just want to say thank you guys so much for listening, being here and letting me just share my process of reflection and my process of becoming my best self, whatever that may look like from day to day with you all. I have no words to describe how crazy it is that I have a platform where I can talk like this and just say whatever I want to say and people will listen to me. So again, from the deepest parts of my heart, thank you so much for being here and for supporting me. And I hope that you have learned something as well. I'm going to put a little question box on the Spotify. So tell me which number resonated with you or which lesson resonated with you most. And if you're not a Spotify listener, totally cool. I know I have a lot of Apple podcast listeners. So just DM me. I would absolutely love to hear from you. And you can find me on other corners of the internet. I kind of mentioned my newsletter, but it's called the 111 newsletter. It also comes out every Tuesday. So be sure to just, (laughs) oh gosh. So be sure to subscribe using the link down below. Um, I also post on Instagram pretty regularly. My handle is katie.eu. So you can keep up with my life that way. But I will see you in the next one. I hope you guys are doing well and I love you so much. All right, hi guys, this is Editing Katie coming at you. I just want to say that unfortunately the ticking sound is not actually fixed and I'm really frustrated by that. So I'm going to continue to try to make solutions and make changes to the way that I'm filming these podcast episodes. But please know that it is something that is on my mind and it really does frustrate me that the audio quality of this podcast is not up to par for how I want to. But I know that with passion projects, everything is a learning curve and you guys really are seeing like the depths of my learning. So I really am just trying my best and I wanted to let you guys know that it is something on my mind and I'm sorry I will try to fix it but in my 22 seconds left of trying to fill up this episode until it reaches 22 minutes I just want to say that if you guys have like any rituals where you listen to my podcast or you like specifically listen to it when you are walking to school or at a coffee shop DM me send me a picture I think that's really dope and I say that a lot but I actually do check all of my DMs so please feel free to interact with me all right I love you guys so much and this episode is now 22 minutes all right bye